welcome to Wrestle Buddies GameSpot Wrestling Podcast about wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. I am one of the GameSpot Wrestle Buddies, Matt Elfring, and with me is my co-host, the number one Wrestle Buddy, Chris Hayner. Matt, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but it is a cheap, cheap ploy to get on my good side on this, the spookiest of professional wrestling podcast episodes. This is the Halloween special, which means no ghosts. That seems very counterintuitive, uh, but maybe that is what uh, what I'm deciding now is the annual A Very Wrestle Buddies Halloween Spectacular should be. Ghost free. I feel like we're in the movie, uh, the Shutter Original host right now. Uh-huh. And we're going to have a seance for a wrestler. We are? Probably Steve Blackman? Are, is this... Uh, full disclosure, I have no idea what's happening in this episode. Matt hasn't really told me. He's sent me some stuff that I have to listen to at various times. He's <laughs> given me a general outline of things I might be called on to do. Uh, this, I, But I don't know what's going on. Chris, let me tell you what's happening on this week's episode of Wrestle Buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, much later in the show, we're bringing you back to something classy. There's nothing better the, during the Halloween season than, than some classy, classy theatre. And uh, that's why we're going back to the WrestlePiece Theater for a very special Halloween episode that has nothing to do with Halloween. Uh, also, that has nothing to do with me. You recorded it behind my back as a surprise. It was going to be a surprise for you. I'm very excited to hear what, honestly, what the hell's going on. Rang- we'll talk about this later, but wrangling a bunch of different people to do a WrestlePiece Theater was... Tough. I uh, that was our that was a plan we came up with a month and a half ago, and then you didn't mention it again, so I thought you weren't into it. Little did I know you were just doing it, just doing it so you could spring it on me at the last minute. And now I don't know what's gonna happen. But first, mm-hmm. we're getting we're getting real deep and heavy. Uh by the time you listen to this, there are two days until Halloween, and you need to get a Halloween costume, you listening. Sure. So we're going to tell you, we're going to tell you a little bit about how to make a Halloween costume uh, with very little money. The pro wrestling way. When you're, when you're a wrestling fan, Chris, you want to look your best mm-hmm. on Halloween. You want to, you want to portray even, your favorite characters. Even though uh, in 2020, you should be celebrating Halloween at home, not at a party. I, I, I'll be at home this mm-hmm. year as, as I would because uh, COVID's a thing. It's still. True. It's true. I'll be at home this year because honestly, I don't like going out on Halloween. I like doing all my spooky time stuff leading up to Halloween. Yes. And then at Halloween, I just stay home and watch movies. Have you ever dressed up as a as a wrestler for Halloween? Uh, twice. I have done two uh wrestling costumes before of varying degrees of intensity uh back in i'm gonna say 2006 Mm -hmm. i was hulk hogan for halloween uh i bought look at you i made i made i bought a yellow wig a really long yellow wig and then i cut most of it off to get hogan length hair and the hair i cut off i fashioned it to a fu manchu mustache very nice that i attached to my face uh, and then, uh, to, for the shirt, 
what I did is I bought this big thing of fabric because Hulk Hogan sometimes wore the shirt where it was just like the, the sides were cut out. So it just mm-hmm. kind of laid over the top of him. I made one of those in yellow with red red lettering. I did iron-on uh, lettering that said Hulkamania on the front of it. <laughs> it was terrible. And then I wore, I think, red sweats. Everything about this is is perfect, Chris. That, that was my low-impact wrestling costume. The best one I've ever done, and it's the best costume I've ever done, was indeed uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, mm-hmm. I, paint, I, I painted pants, a shirt, and a jacket, and red, and then I did gold glitter zebra striping on all of it, and I did the same to a cowboy hat, and I had the glasses, and I had a, I had a, a, a title belt, and I had a fanny, back, fanny pack that I filled with Slim Jims, and then I went out <laughs> to the bar with friends, and I just spent the night drinking and throwing Slim Jims at people whose costumes I liked. Not two people, mind you. At people. <laughs> just pelting them with snack-sized Slim Jims. What are they going to do? Be mad? I just gave them a snack. Like the worst snack? Not if you're Macho Man Randy Savage. It's the only snack, Matt. I'm pretty sure he ate. I'm I'm pretty sure he never had a Slim Jim. Snap into it. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. I've I've only dressed up once for Halloween as a wrestler. I know Uh, who it was. I know. It's my Twitter profile right now. Um, I did Papa Shango. This was, I think, about five or six years ago at a uh, friend's party. And I, I went like just I found a top hat at a Halloween store. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like if I have this top hat, I can just do Papa Shango, bought some makeup. And then I just wore like one of my black uh, sleeveless tank tops. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, kind of amazing that you were like, I found a top hat. I can be Papa Shango. That was the, <laughs> that was the first thing that occurred to you it's it's like in my in my head there's a list of characters you can dress up for for halloween if you have a top hat uh one is papa shango two is baron samadhi from uh james bond and then three is lincoln that's it he wore like a like the link Lincoln. you'd have to have like a like a like a tall stovepipe top hat yeah yeah but i mean like that would work you could do that lincoln with uh, but but papa shango is what papa shango is the best option of those i think I did my own makeup and then my wife touched it up because uh, I got super hammered. That's, as you do. That, that sounds right. <laughs> I believe I just kept yelling, Papa Shango. See, that's somehow to me worse than throwing <laughs> Slim Jims at people. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. <laughs> if only you had like the walking stick that was also smoking. Yeah, I thought about that, but. At that point, I'm like, I've already sunk $20 into this costume. I'm done. That's a lot of money, man. I mean, the, the hat did cost $15. Oof. Uh, yeah, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah, But I mean, it, it's pretty easy to uh, dress up as a wrestler for Halloween. I mean, it, it's very, it's, you always got to do DIY. You, you can't, I don't recommend going out and buying a set. No, I, I've, I feel- se- I've seen some of the pro wrestler costumes you can buy at the costume store. In fact, uh, someone tweeted yesterday a picture of like a licensed cm punk costume and it's like uh-huh. a full bodysuit with the tattoos printed on it and whatnot and oh, it God. just looks silly and i'm like eh, no you should make these things at home all the time also why would you want to dress as cm punk people like cm punk matt He's i mean popular. like yeah but like out of all the larger than life characters www wwe has had uh-huh why worldwide wrestling 
uh, wedding wildlife fund entertainment entertainment. But out of out of all these kind of bigger than larger than life characters, why would you be guy with tattoos? I mean, Matt, I know without a shadow of doubt that like me, you've seen at least several people dressed as Stone Cold Steve Austin for Halloween, which is just bald guy with jean shorts. In fact, Matt, <laughs> I'm shocked that you haven't been Stone Cold Steve Austin for Halloween, to be honest. All right, let's go down my shopping list for how I could become Steve Austin for Halloween. Go into First, your closet, you're done. No, Christmas takes a lot more effort than that. First of all, I'd have to shave my beard into a goatee. Okay. Step one. That's a big step for me because I like my beard mm-hmm. right now. Thankfully, step two. Grow back. Step two, take off my shirt. <laughs> no, Austin Austin ran around in uh, jean shorts and a tank top or a t-shirt all uh, the it time. It was a vest. No, no, no. Well, yeah, but he also wore like an Austin 316 shirt or a, a, a what? shirt or an but i mean if i want to go with the cheapest route possible if i want to be if i want to be captain money pincher i'm just gonna go in uh a black speedo Mm -hmm. and some snow boots king i'm stone cold i think i think that what you should invest the money in is knee braces (laughs) gotta have the knee braces how else are you the how are you the bionic redneck if you don't have metal parts or I could shave my face entirely and and be the rock. Don't no, don't. Yeah, don't, I could do that. Don't Late, later the rock. Just give me sunglasses and a guitar. The thing about the rock is he is a muscle muscle man. Hmm. Uh huh. Um, yeah, Matt, you're great, Chris. But I would I would venture I'm not to the say the delusion. I'm not, I'm just saying you, maybe you're not swole. That's not what at the, all. That's what the kids call it, right? Swole. Yeah, but I mean. Is no one dressing up like we're all in various stages of shape, whether it's in or uh-huh. out of. I am out of <laughs> various stages of shape. Go on. <laughs> Why should that stop me from being a muscle boy? I don't know. Uh, well, it's in the, Halloween. I mean, in that case, Matt, the cheapest costume of all, you should be naked Midian. <laughs> It's just take off everything, put on a fanny pack, and run around your house. Congratulations, you're naked, Midian. I feel like most of the time I could be any character from ECW in like 1998. T-shirt and <laughs> jeans. That's all they wear. Like that's my entire wardrobe. Like my uniform is probably Tommy Dreamers circa '96. Like I think I'm dressed like Raven right now. Just give me a black T-shirt and I'm good. Yeah. I don't think Actually, I, I have a flannel right over there. I could just tie that around my waist. Tie that around your waist. Do you have the leather jacket? No, oh. I do have a leather jacket, but it's not mine anymore. Wait, my wife took my leather jacket. She, she said I was too old for it. Oh my God. She should be Raven. She could be Raven. What about her? What about Raven? What? Uh, that is so Raven. What, what do you think would be the most expensive to put together Halloween costume? Uh, I mean, the thing is, I Mordecai? <laughs> Robocop. Robocop. It's just Robocop. I paid $10,000 for a Robocop costume. Like that's My wife one year did go as... Uh, I'm sorry, your wife? Your wife? My wife? Borat back. Uh, <laughs> my wife one year did go as Gene Simmons from Kiss, and I went as Ace uh, Freely. Or Paul, sorry, Paul Stanley. I didn't go as Ace Freely. Paul Stanley. So she did technically dress kind of as a wrestler, WCW's oh, the, the Demon. Either. 
I will say, so I tried to be, uh, one year, not too long ago, I was very unoriginal. It's like, oh, I'm going to be the crow or sting. And I just bought a black wig with, and then black and white face makeup. And then uh-huh. I got home and I was like, oh wait, I bought the Paul Stanley wig. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the crow, but with like super feathered, puffy Paul Stanley eighties hair. I was. I want to get vengeance on you. <laughs> I was the coolest. Uh, but no, the most, ex- I mean, the thing about pro wrestling is far too many fans are like way more than willing to spend insane amounts of money on replica wrestling titles. Which I, I want one so bad, but, but I also I don't, don't want to spend money. Right. Yeah. Uh, listen, Matt, we just need to get to the point in our podcast where we're popular enough to have a Wrestle Buddies tag team championship belt made. In order to get to there, rate us and review us on iTunes. Yes, please. please. And not one star. <laughs> we Second s- one star review came in. We, we see you. We're watching you. I just want to know why. That's all I just <laughs> Maybe they had bad cust- a bad customer experience at the WCW Nitro Grill once. <laughs> and they're upset that we're talking it up so much. Uh, but no, I yeah, as far as expensive, I think making... Uh, the million dollar man suit might be pricey. I've thought about that. I really thought about like doing the million dollar man, but not the sequins one. Like oh, just kind of like the gold, uh, like the gold uh, dollar signs on the lapels. Mm. But then I'd be ruining a suit. Uh, I did ruin a suit jacket for my Macho Man costume, and I was like, "It's fine. I didn't like this jacket anyway." Yeah. Uh, oh, man, but like gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker would be the most expensive wrestling costume of all time. <laughs> right below that is Manator. Ooh, Manator. Any of the Dungeon of Doom, actually. I mean, not, relatively not, expensive. Not, not the Taskmaster. It's just face you, paint. You could be the Yeti and just do toilet paper around you. Oh, yes, the Yeti. Um, but no, yeah, I don't. But that's the thing. I don't want a really expensive wrestling costume. If I'm going to do a wrestling costume, I want I want to go cheap. I want to make it myself. Also, I probably want to be wearing pants and not trunks. I'm not, I'm also, not, I'm not I, a trunks guy. There is a point with wearing a wrestling costume. If you're going to like a friend's party where people aren't going to have any idea who you are. Oh, for sure. Unless one of my dream costumes that I never made was I wanted to make like over the top, super gaudy Shawn Michaels, like late nineties entrance attire. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted, I wanted like the chains hanging down with the ridiculous vests. I wanted like the, the, like the S and M vest. Yes, I wanted the I wanted the nineties S and M sexy boy vest. I wanted the chaps. Uh, I wanted like some. I wanted it all to somehow say heartbreak kid. Like I wanted all that stuff. Never did it. Definitely wish I would have. But I also don't know. I feel like I'm not artistic enough to do it. I'm not good at constructing uh, clothing, as it were. There were like remember like if you went to like a Halloween store or a costume store in the early two thousands mm-hmm. and you'd see like an Undertaker mask, like yeah the masks are garbage. They oh, because nev- it'd be it'd be a latex mask. The hair would be latex. The face is latex. But also the hat was latex connected to yep. the mask. Yep, Could, like it was all just a piece. And there was also the ones where like I feel like these happen more often now too. It's not even the full head mask. It's just the face mask. 
with the band yeah. around the back. It's like, look at me. I'm wearing this very weird looking uh, mask of John Cena that looks like someone who's not John Cena because it doesn't look like a person at all. Yeah. I look like and a J- bad cartoon character. John Cena would be also very easy. Just, you know, a t-shirt and cut some of your jeans into shorts. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I mean, listen, Matt, we're all, we're all clearly members of C nation. We all have a very extensive collection of jorts that we could <laughs> like go to. Uh, I, but I think it would be more funny to be doctor of thugonomics, John Cena with the, like the, the town Jersey, the oh, sideways and the, baseball and the giant necklace, the giant with, with, the, with the padlock, like <laughs> connecting <laughs> the just gigantic industrial chain around your neck connected with a padlock. That's the life, man. That's the good stuff. You can get your friend uh, to be the, your bull Buchanan to just kind of walk beside you and do like, just kind of be your <laughs> nonverbal hype man. Because that was my favorite thing about the do- like the early Doctor of Thugonomics John Cena character was he he had a hype man who just didn't say anything. He was just there. He was the heater. He was there to sort of look imposing and uh, be the enforcer. But. Yeah, that it's like AJ Styles' tall friend. It's like AJ Styles' tall friend, otherwise known as Shane McMahon's tall friend from Raw Underground. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Raw what? Never heard of that. Oh, it's because it never existed. Oh we my could, god! We should just dress like um, uh, people in retribution. Just get us black clothing and a dumb mask. And oh, then... so like like the Shield, but make it the Purge. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like. Here's the thing about Retribution. Uh, that would have been such a fun gimmick to center around Halloween. They did not do it. They're fantastic mm-hmm. costumes. However, uh, two of the two of the, the main Retribution people have the same mask. They're just painted differently. And it looks yep. so weird to me. It's like you couldn't have sprung for one more mask for crying out loud. That's That's an extra piece of merch they could have sold. For Halloween costumes. Think about how many how many fiend wait, do they sell fiend masks? Oh they dude, have. they sell they sell cheap fiend masks, expensive fiend masks, half fiend masks. They sell them all. I like honestly, I think being the fiend for Halloween would be super fun. But that again, if you want to do it right, that's one of them. I feel like that's one of the ones you're gonna have to spend some money on because they have like if you go to Shop Zone, like there are some decently priced, like under a hundred dollar fiend masks. Mm-hmm. But the good ones are like the ones you can get from I think like Tom Savini's workshop are closer to like five hundred bucks, but they look horrifying. And you can also get I think you can also get uh, the 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 lantern, the head lantern. That lantern is so cool. It's so dope, and also the Bray Wyatt title, which they never used during his most recent title run. Remember when they remember when they had the fiend sort of weird murder title? Yeah, yeah, which was his face. Yeah, it was his face, and it said let on one side, him in. Oh, it's so good. It's so creepy. It looked like something out of a Marilyn Manson music video from 1997, and I was into it. Uh, but yeah, you could buy all that stuff if, and then also get, like I guess, like a, a circus ringleader costume and a leather jacket, and then you're the fiend. But that's for, you know, those rich WWE fans that can afford, you know, titles mm-hmm. chris i have a surprise i worked really hard on for you um and it is a special wrestle piece theater with a bunch of a bunch of people you you know and you have not heard it yet 
I think, yeah, I think this is especially important to note to the listening audience. I'm listening to this as you are listening to this. I don't know what it's about. I don't know who's in it. I don't know what the characters are. I know literally nothing that's what's going on. I just have an MP3 file that Matt said, hey, do not listen to this until I tell you. <laughs> uh, go ahead and listen, Chris. What a journey. Welcome to a very special Halloween edition of Wrestlepiece Theater. This week, we have a collective of fine actors reenacting a great segment from WWF history. Playing the part of Mouth from the South Jimmy Hart is We Enjoy Wrestling's Eric Goldman. Playing the part of Repo Man, GameSpot's Callie Plaguey. Playing the part of Nasty Boy Jerry Sags, GameSpot's Tamor Hussein. Playing the Mountie, GameSpot's Chastity Vincencio. And playing Nasty Boy Brian Nobbs, we enjoy wrestling's Matt Fowler. We now take you to a very awkward segment on WWF programming. It's WrestleMania 8, baby. It's the biggest WrestleMania ever. Sergeant Slaughter, Boss Man, Virgil, you don't know what's going to hit your win. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, you four fools are going to Nastyville. You're getting electrified, and the repo man is going to have four carcasses to tow away. <laughs> you know what I like about the good old USA? Democracy. That means we vote, and at WrestleMania 8, we vote to be the only law in order. Hey, you creeps. Wake up and smell the coffee. It's going to be the shock of your life and you're getting, that's right, nasty time. Tell him, champ. Tell him. Here, here. Very good show. Bravo. I thoroughly enjoyed this. First of all, Matt Fowler, screw you for recording on your phone. <laughs> recorded on his phone. Also, it's just, it's just, it's the most over the top line of the thing, and it's just read straight, and I love it. He, oh. he, well, he kept asking, like, how do you want me to read this? I'm like, I don't care. Just read it. <laughs> Matt, you're supposed to give people direction. I told them, you're the director of the segment. I told everyone, do whatever you want. I don't care. Oh my god, that was something. That that was something. Holy cow. Um fun fun fact, you're uh that's not the only thing I had them record. What? But we will not get to that until our next special, which will probably be at Christmas. So I'm just throwing it out there that I have another WrestlePiece theater in the canon with all of them. I would like to know at some point I'd like to be involved with WrestlePiece Theater again. <laughs> yeah. You will. Can you just just can we just start uh, adding jumping Jeff Farmer to segments? <laughs> jumping Jeff Farmer. How's this be Molly Cruz? <laughs> like what? Chris, we've just been so busy that I just uh, got this out of the no, way and wanted to give you a special was, surprise. That was that was, that's mind blowing. 
Fine. Uh, first of all, obviously, thank you to all of our GameSpot comrades. You are clearly the greatest human beings. There's a reason we like working with you. And also to Eric Goldman and Matt Fuller of the We Like Wrestling pod. Something like that. I don't know. Thank you guys, too, I guess. I No, I it's, said, it's it, Matt and Eric. We enjoy wrestling. We enjoy their podcast. In case you haven't been able to tell because we talk about it regularly. But thank you guys for... Uh, having some fun. So, that was fantastic, Matt. <sighs> just want to just want to give you something nice and special. I mean, in a year of mostly tricks, it's nice to get a treat. It really is. It really is. So yeah. Uh, wow. What a what a what a nice Halloween episode. We did well. Um, Matt, edit uh, Matt. Edit this out. Matt, are you are can you hear me? I wonder if he got dropped. Matt, are you there? Hello? Testing? Oh, we didn't wrap up the show. Matt. Oh, God. Hey, did I I leave my keys here last week? I left my... The SmackDown Hacker is back, everybody. Uh, Hi, Hi. Hacker. Hey, I'm I'm back. Uh... Did you hack Matt out again? Who? Matt, the, the the other co-host of this podcast. Oh, I just randomly pick one of the videos that are currently streaming, and I just kind of input myself. How? We're not streaming. This is a private Zoom. Live stream over the internet. I've got the powers. Oh, man. Um, I... Listen... Well, I, I mean, listen, I'm just going to run with it. Uh, how are you? Do, how are you? First of all, no, I'm sorry. I, I do not have your keys. Okay. Um, we, I, can, I, can, I can ask Matt when he comes back if he's seen them. Uh, but that obviously won't be able to happen until you stop hacking us. But while you're here, uh, are, can, are you willing to do like an exclusive interview? Um, boy. Yeah, I guess I don't got anything else going on. I, that's a, a reassuring vote. Unless you got like a job that I can interview for. So I'm still looking for a job. I mean, we're hiring right now for a podcast guest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, Do you need my okay. resume? Uh, sure. Can you send it to me? Uh, it is wrestlingbuddy at uh, hotbot.com. Okay. It's grocery store bagger. That's my resume. Yeah, I, I, I remember. Um... That's just it's just a piece of paper that says that on it. Yeah, it says grocery store bagger, SmackDown hacker. Oh, so you're actually putting SmackDown hacker? Well, that's interesting because I believe you also said your legal name now is SmackDown. Oh no, no, I was saying my my legal name is SmackDown hacker, but it just I put my job up top, grocery bagger, and then below my name, SmackDown hacker. Oh, that's it's also my business card. That sounds very confusing. Also, is there like a phone number for them to contact you? No, it says I find you. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, let me let me ask you something. I'm very curious about this. I don't know if you watch uh, WWE programming. You might it might be a it might be sort of difficult since they refused to hire you because yeah. you didn't have experience. Um, Mustafa Ali is continuing to claim that he is you. Like, do you have feelings about that? Well, I mean, he's on Raw now, which is. Very confusing. You can't be a SmackDown hacker if you're on Raw. That's it. I mean, that, that's it. I mean, 
you're you're not wrong, but also like, are you still hacking SmackDown? I guess is the big question. No, because they because they won't give me a job, and then uh, Mustafa Ali took. Uh, he's he's an identity thief, is what he is. Oh, identity thief is not a joke. No, it's a very serious problem in America, and I feel like he needs to stop it, or I'm gonna call the FBI. So I mean, in a way, it's almost as if. Mustafa Ali has hacked you. He's hacked your identity. Well, yeah, you're right, actually. Oh. So maybe you guys have some common ground. The, the, you know, he the has, common he ground has... of, of hacking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm just well, also wearing masks. Uh, he's got this whole thing, this whole group now of people in uh, masks. Yeah, but he doesn't even wearing a well. mask. Like, I could be in retribution. I mean, I can pull any piece of hardware out of a toolbox. Uh-huh. I, I could be, uh, I, I can be crowbar. I can be uh, socket wrench. I can be needle nose pliers. And look, I'm in, I already have a mask. I'm in retribution. I was going to say, you don't, you don't look like someone who has a lot of, I mean, we know you did not have any security experience, but you also do not necessarily look like someone who has wrestling experience. Oh, I've got none. <laughs> but you, but you think that you should be in a group of professional wrestlers on the country. They're not biggest professional wrestlers. Retribution is made up of people that went into WWE, trashed the joint. Uh, their their leader supposedly allegedly hacked SmackDown, and then they just got jobs. But, like, they just took off their stupid, whatever, like, all black outfits and put on masks, and then they have a job. They're not wrestlers. They're anarchists. I mean, they're, they, I mean, how do you think that, like, I don't think WWE would hire them if they didn't have any wrestling backgrounds. Uh, have you listened to the podcast before? Listen to what? Uh, pod, do, you, do you know what a podcast yeah, is? Yeah, I know what a podcast I'm not an idiot. Well, that's debatable. Um, have you listened to this podcast before? Oh, I didn't know this was a podcast. I thought this was just like a workday meeting. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, myself and Matt, who obviously can't be, is, isn't here right now because he's been hacked out, uh, we host a pro wrestling podcast on the GameSpot website. Ah, GameStop. Love that place. I got um, I bought Call of Duty there. Yeah. Probably quite a deal. Yeah. Well, actually, I paid $60, but I sold it back Used. to them. A year later for five cents. That's GameSpot. GameStop. One of them. Uh, well, no, but we... So we talk about our favorite things in pro wrestling. Uh, be they uh, silly or fun or bad. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, obviously you have at least some familiarity with a pro wrestling product. You do not necessarily have security experience or wrestling experience, but you seem to know wrestling. Do you have any favorite wrestling moments? Obviously, besides hacking SmackDown. Oh, man. Yeah, favorite wrestling moment. Um, aside from hacking. Oh, man. Gotta be GTV. GTV is just great. Really? Such a, such a just get an inside look at what these wrestlers are up to. What's the, what are their dirty little secrets? Ooh. Do you, do you, so, like, we actually talked about GTV on the podcast a while back, uh, where we sort of figured out who we thought was behind it all. Do you know who you think? And you, and you know, oh boy, Aurora Borealis is uh, a pretty dangerous thing. Matt. Matt. Yep. The SmackDown hacker came back again. Who? 
Oh, the guy from last week's episode, the guy that infiltrated last week's episode and cut you out? Oh, I was giving that really good spiel about uh, my hot takes on wrestling. Yep, he just cut you out again. Oh, man, I was on a roll. Uh, he, ca- he came back. Uh, we talked. I don't know, man. This might have to be a, uh, an Unsolved Wrestling Mysteries segment. Uh, last up this week, we do not have the mailbag. We because burned Matt- it. <laughs> no, we did not burn it. The mailbag will return. We just have a surprise this week. Oh, I like surprises. Uh, so, Wrestle Buddies fan, or not fan, Wrestle Buddies listener, uh, Jacob McCourt, uh, like sent us something over in the GameSpot Discord to celebrate this week's NXT Halloween Havoc. Uh, over on NXT, they're doing Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal. So he made us our own spin the wheel, make the deal. Uh, it's the Wrestle Buddies wheel of NXT questions. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spin the wheel. It's going to pop up a question, and then we are going to answer it. And these are all questions about WWE's third brand, NXT. Okay. Matt, are you ready? I was born ready. Then let's get ready to suck it. No, I'm kidding. Ooh. I was going to do the whole bit. I don't want to. I'm going to spin the wheel, and we are away. Matt, mm-hmm. what is the best NXT chant? Oh, boy. I already know my answer if you'd like me to go first. Yeah, you go first. For me, it is a toss-up uh, between uh, Johnny Wrestling slash Mrs. Wrestling mm-hmm. for Johnny and Candice, uh, and also Mama Mia. Uh, because I love that I love that NXT fans picked up on Mauro Ronaldo screaming "Mamma Mia" at the top of his lungs. I, I just I love it. I'm, I'm gonna go old school, and I'm gonna Undertaker. What? Undertaker. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm gonna go with Bo Leave, as in Bo, <laughs> and then L E A V E when Bo Dallas was champion. Uh, no, I, I yeah. For those who don't know, Matt is a massive Bo Dallas, Bo Leave stan, I would even say. Yes. He loves Bo Dallas. That was my first NXT shirt. Was uh, It was Bo Leave. He is the most entertaining NXT champ, you know, when, during his run. And he was the first example of someone being brought up from NXT and uh, the main rosters having no idea what to do with him. Two this day yeah they still don't still uh i think believe is a good one also i feel like the fight forever chant uh came from nxt before making it over to ron smackdown i think so because that wasn't that uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn. i believe so and also i am pro that please fight forever all right let's hit that wheel one more time This is too easy. Best commentator in NXT history. Like for me, it's Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah, that's the same thing here. Let's do another one because that's an easy one. Name the most underrated current NXT wrestler. Oh. Um... I'm actually going to pull up the NXT uh, roster page to get an idea. Because honestly, at this point, I don't even know who all is in NXT. Because it's so it's constantly changing. It's also like, oh man, like are they under? Like I'm like I kind of want to say like, oh Tegan Fox. I'm like, well she's not really underrated though. 
Right. To get knocked. I feel like I feel I feel like there's there's less underrated and more underutilized because there's only so much space on NXT TV shows. Yeah. Like uh for my money, Candace LeRae is sort of underutilized. She has like as the part of the the Johnny and Candace duo, she gets a lot of TV. She gets a, a an amount of TV time, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like she should be, as far as I'm concerned, one of the main players on the brand because she's incredible. Like that, she hasn't been a uh, a, a champion yet. Bums me out. Um, ooh, I don't. There, there's some of these people I don't love. I feel like Dexter Loomis is a, per, a good person to watch. I feel like yeah, he's I agree. slowly being brought up, but like Swerve, but like Swerve's not really underrated. No, uh, I, you know, you know who I'm saying was underrated and has found a bit of their steam in NXT. We talked to half of them recently. It's Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're also. Honestly, I would say Drake Maverick is underrated. Yes. He's a he's a great wrestler that doesn't get a chance to show it off very Agreed. much. Uh so yeah, do you have any other names that stand out to you? I mean, I think everybody that I really am super into, I don't think is underrated by any means. Um the women's roster is so stacked. Like I love uh uh Rhea Ripley and Mercedes oh, Martinez, like Rhea, the, the, them are underrated. Martinez, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart driving a tank to the ring. Yes, Dakota Kai. Because was it Dakota Kai and um, Tegan Knox had like a killer match like a few months ago like mm-hmm. on a pay per view that was just. Yeah, it, yeah, the thing about NXT is it freaking rules. Like the the roster is stacked with insanely talented. I keep forgetting Chelsea Green's on NXT now. Uh, yeah, I is she out injured? Maybe. Yeah, I know she was a part of like the. Uh, in fact, you know what? She might qualify as most underrated. She was stuck with that Robert Stone brand thing for too long. Yeah. And it just wasn't working. Like the hot mess Chelsea Green gimmick is so, so I loved it so good. Much. I'd love to see a version of that play out on in NXT. But at the same time, it's like, do you bring that over? Because like, look at what happens sometimes when you bring the same gimmick from one place to another. It just doesn't work. You know, Matt well, Hardy. I'm not saying, and you know, I don't even think you need to bring the same gimmick over, but I think you could bring an evolution of it. Like yeah. I would say, uh, the demon Finn Balor fits in with that. Like Finn Balor was always very big on costuming and face paint and everything. Yeah, and then he brought a sort of refined version of that to NXT, and it became the most popular thing in the company. Yeah. So, Chelsea, yeah, that's my official answer, Chelsea Green. Okay, we'll go to Chelsea Green. All right, I'm gonna spin this one, one more, more time. time. There are four questions left. I know which one I want. To pop up, let's see if I get my wish. Name your favorite NXT match. Oh God, man! I mean the Kevin Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn that I mentioned earlier. Yep. Sasha Banks and uh, Bailey, or God, or what, that Sasha Banks and Charlotte. It was Sasha. No, so no, that was Bailey. It's Bailey. Yeah, I have. I have a. That favorite. was Takeover Brooklyn, I believe. Yes, I have a favorite, and I have a runner-up. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey at Takeover Brooklyn. I was in the I was in the room for. I was yeah. there. It is the best wrestling match I've ever seen live. It was it was phenomenal. It was perfect storytelling. Everything about it was so so good. Like from top to bottom, so well done. And it ends with uh, Charlotte 
and uh, Becky coming out and the four horsemen sort of having their last stand in NXT. Yes, that's right. Before Sasha went up and joined them on the main roster, leaving Bailey behind to sort of be uh, the face of the women's division in NXT for a while. Uh, my runner-up, I think, was WrestleMania the next year, WrestleMania weekend the next year at NXT TakeOver. And it was Sami Zayn, again, I was in the room for this, versus a debuting Shinsuke Nakamura. And listening oh, yeah. listening to the reaction to that match, but also seeing how hard they were hitting. And this is also Sami Zayn's farewell from NXT before he was full-time on the, on, uh, the main roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are two, like, matches that, for my money, sort of defined... Uh, what nxt was at its very what and continues to be at its very best it's these people who have worked on honing their craft all around the world and now they've made it to this platform that allows them to apply that craft to the biggest possible audience in like the most weirdly personal kind of way Mm -hmm. like the i love indie wrestling i love indie wrestling I would also throw, by the way, Tyler Breeze versus Justin Thunder Liger. I was about to, to actually talk about that. <laughs> Another match I was there for, which blew me away. But like, like the the Bailey versus Sasha thing is something. Like, obviously, we're getting it now, a version of it now on the main roster. That's I don't know that like it's good, but I don't know that it's as compelling for me as the NXT version of that match. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's this sort of long form storytelling that honestly you don't get to do much on the independents. Uh, so as much as like I've loved the indie matches I've gotten to see like AJ Styles wrestling Daniel Bryan to a 60 minute draw like great match but like I'm more invested in the athleticism than the psychology and the story of that like like a meaty and I'm a story I'm a nerd for story so like a, yeah. a meaty story of like friends who've now gone their separate ways and it's all culminated to this big match it's like they're both going to put everything they have into it and destroy each other just to be right. Like, oh my God, it's perfect. And I always like uh, bringing up um, Tyler Breeze versus Liger as a, it's something that we, we don't get to see in WWE, you know, someone from new Japan coming over. And it's a very passing of the torch match, which again, that's not something you get to see every day. Uh, You get to see some kind of version of it with WWE, like, Edge takes on newcomer guy, you know, right. uh, but we don't really get like uh Liger is, is, is a very much a nineties wrestler, eighties wrestler, even like, um, like Liger is Japanese wrestling. Yes. Like that's flat the, out. Yeah. And, and that is not something we get to see on the WWE platform. Ever. Like we had all, we had was a, Liger like, even ever in a WWE match. I don't know. Like I like I know we had like WCW, but I know WWE had Ultimo Dragon under contract for a while, and you got to yeah. see sort of a version of that character that wasn't as true to the Japanese version as you would like. But like bringing Liger, a character that is so closely identified with that culture and that wrestling, and giving him the WWE spotlight like that in a in a packed a packed arena in new york city like Mm -hmm. arguably the home of professional wrestling it was such it was just such a special moment and also allowing him to work a more japanese style match oh 100 we you because you didn't really i don't think americans don't if you're just kind of an average american wrestling fan 
there is a huge difference between American style and Japanese style wrestling. Um, and it's really was cool to kind of see a NXT match geared more towards Japanese wrestling than American showmanship. Mm-hmm. Um, something we don't ever get to see ever. No. And it was, and it was also, honestly, it was a massive, massive spotlight for Tyler Breeze, who mm-hmm. at that point was still very invested into the male model gimmick, yes. uh, which was great from a character standpoint. But we like, it was, it wasn't all too often that we got to see him legit tear the house down. Yeah. Like, and like Tyler Breeze tore the house down with Liger in what was, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't over titles. It wasn't over like some long brewing tensions. It was like, no, I'm trying to make a name for myself in WWE and I'm going to do it against literally one of the most popular and known wrestlers around the the world. world. Yeah. And he did it. It was so, so great. So yeah, I'm with you on that. So thank you, Jacob, for making the the wheel of questioning. The wheel of questioning. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that, Jacob. Also, uh, we'll drop the link to this wheel on Twitter. So hey, if you want to play Russell Buddy's Wheel of NXT Questions by Jacob McCourt, you can. <sighs> what a Halloween episode! Tonight. What a what a not spooky episode at all spooky it's fun that our halloween episode was the opposite of scary mm-hmm. not one it's scary moment usually ghosts here all the time mm-hmm. not this week this week not we're this very week. laid back we are the treat that's it for this week's wrestle buddies chris got any closing words yes i do matt this halloween listen we've all had our fill of tricks give us a treat go rate and review us over on the apple podcast app uh, if you're planning to rate and review us either four or more stars. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> just keep, keep, keep it to yourself. See you next just week. don't. Just don't do it. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.